Have you ever wondered what makes a good leader? Why people follow others as a leader and what inspires them? Well, in this episode, we're going to talk exactly about that. So stay tuned for After the Music and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution Podcast. Well, welcome back to the Academic Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Inga Hoffman, and today we're going to dive deep again into another lesson on leadership identity from pillar number two of my physician success DNA method. And I really want to dive deep into three aspects or qualities or characteristics that makes a great leader and that inspires others to follow you as a leader. And these are really quite simple, but quite profound. So let's get right into it and talk what these three things are. But before we do that, actually, I want to ask you what you think makes a great leader and just kind of think out loud what in your head, what makes a good leader and how have you discovered good leadership qualities in others? So one way to do that is just to think about a couple of leaders that really have inspired you, that you feel drawn to, that you admire, and just think about their qualities. What is it about that person that you really like? And chances are that is a quality that makes that person a good leader. And it's an interesting exercise and people come up with all sorts of things. A good leader is a person who listens to their people, who is a good communicator, who makes sure things are getting done and remains productive. And these are all good qualities. And some of them are often a little bit more manager style, kind of 80s manager style, what is not really what leadership is all about, isn't it? So today I want to give you three specific characteristics of what makes a good leader. And hopefully these will help you to inspire you to work on these three qualities or just go and look around where you see them show up with your leaders in your medical center. So number one, every good leader has great vision. Having vision as a leader especially if you're the leader of a department, division, or even the entire organization is critically important. If you don't have a vision where you want to go and where you want the team or the organization to go and what the goals under those visions are, guess what? You're not going to get there. So, and honestly, quite often in academia, we are lacking a lot of visionary leaders. I have personally found them to be pretty rare. People have all sorts of goals and they want to be this and that in the marketplace and perhaps in their market share competition around other centers around them, but they don't necessarily have a vision that really inspires people. It is more 
again, sort of a dry cut numbers focused thing versus a vision. What do we really want to accomplish in our division, in our department? What do we stand for? So a vision is much broader focused. A vision is typically something that focuses on fulfilling the purpose, in this case, an organization. But you can also apply that to your personal life. In your personal life, for example, is the purpose. Why am I on this spinning planet? Why am I actually here? And what am I supposed to do with my life? The vision gets a little bit more specific and looks up, okay, if this is my purpose in life, to relieve suffering and medicine for pediatric patients. I'm just making this up on the go, okay? And so the vision could be something more specific. It's like, okay, I relieve suffering in the area for me that was PC Monk through, you know, coming up with better treatments or diagnosis, whatever it might be in this specific area. And then every vision has goals attached. And often what we see leaders do, they have goals, which is great. Goals are critically important as well but it lacks a vision behind it. And there is often a disconnect. So having a strong vision that is exciting, that is a little bit reaching for not the sky, it should be attainable at some point, but that is something that is very important to help people stay engaged and get an organization behind too. If you don't have a vision and if your leader was just executing or just looking at goals or short-term goals especially and there is no vision, then we're never going to create change in an organization. Vision is critically important and people get inspired by vision, right? That's why the quote exists, without vision, people perish. Vision is important. Number two, compassion. People want to know that you do care about them. And that is a such a critical, important quality of a good leader, that you show compassion towards your people. And people, uh, there's a great quote from John Maxwell that states, hopefully I don't butcher it up, but people care more about that you care than what you know. See, people don't care too much about, yeah, they want to make sure you're a subject matter expert and that you know your stuff, but they more deeply care even that they know you care about them, that you have compassion for their life, for their challenges, for their struggle. And honestly, in our fast-paced academic environment, That isn't always a given either for leaders. I was fortunate that I have been in some places that had a very compassionate environment, especially at my last position, felt like that was a very, very compassionate environment. People cared about each other. They cared about their personal lives. They cared about that people are doing well in all aspects of their life. And that is such an important thing that we should never take for granted because honestly, it's becoming more and more rare. But you can be that compassionate leader. You can reach out to people and show that you really care, not just by your words, but of course also by your actions and by hearing your people's voices, the people that are around you and hearing their concerns. So compassion is a huge one. And the third one I just want to highlight today is integrity. People want to make sure that you operate in integrity. What does that mean? That you do as you say, that you're a person of your word, that uh, you follow through with what you say so that we don't make empty promises that never get fulfilled, that we stick to our word. And that is not only important as a leader to others, but all these things that I just mentioned vision, compassion, integrity are also critically important for own personal leadership. So I encourage you 
as a academic physician, you should have a vision about your life and how that looks like, not just focused on your career, but on your whole life, your finances, your family, your health, your living location, all the things that encompass life, which isn't just our job. So make sure you have a vision. If you don't want one, you know, write one down, spend a weekend, have a zip of coffee, have a cup of coffee and journal on that. I take people, it's one of my favorite things to do, to take people through a vision exercise to help them create their personal vision and around that really discover their purpose and also around that gather their goals, their specific long-term and short-term goals. That's just my jam. I love it. I get really excited. I sometimes host whole vision retreats, especially in the beginning of the year to help people get clarity on those things. And having a vision is critical important. And also you want to revisit that vision. The second part that I mentioned as a leader, compassion. How does that apply to self? You want to be compassionate in your own life towards the people around you, but also towards oneself to take care of yourself, to take care of your family, of your loved ones and those people around you. And then the last one is integrity as you apply it to yourself. So that is what I would call personal integrity. And that's actually a huge part why many of us myself included. I have times when I struggled with that more than others. And integrity is really being your word. Meaning if I say I'm going to show up and meet you at three o'clock, that I'm there at three o'clock. And for time, for example, I personally was super punctual. In the old days, I was always a bit late. Then I was very super punctual for a number of years. And then I slid back again and I was the person I runs a few minutes late. I'm actually working on that to get back in integrity to not be late. What does late mean? A minute is late. <laughs> so that's an important part. And self-integrity is a huge stumbling block also for lots of us in academia or any person really. But in academic medicine, how does lack of self-integrity show up? Again, if we don't keep the word to ourselves. So if you told yourself, oh, this week I'm going to get some writing done. I'm going to work on this manuscript. Or this week I'm going to get my clinic notes done. And then you don't. You're out of integrity with your own word. And if you cannot trust your own word with yourself, guess what? It's difficult that others will trust you with your word. And we have all encountered those people in academia that just don't, you know, pull their weight so to speak, when it comes to they promise you things, maybe collaborators, manuscript writing is a huge one, and then they don't stick to their word. It can be very frustrating. You can see how important integrity is for your own self, uh, for your own personal growth and for your own self-leadership as well as a leader. So again, the three points are leaders have a vision, they have compassion for their team and those around them, and they function in integrity. You can apply these skills or these characteristics to you as a leader. You can look at those characteristics in others and leaders around you, and you can apply them to self for your own personal leadership, not in terms of leading others on your team, but leading yourself to have a successful, thriving academic career that you love that does not compromise your personal life. It will take all these things, it will take these three things to actually accomplish that. That is why vision, compassion, integrity are really foundational, important parts 
of your academic leadership and your personal life. So I encourage you, take some time, take some notes, write down your vision, think about your compassion level, and pay attention to your personal integrity with yourself and with others. Hope this served you. Have a wonderful day and talk to you next week. Hey there, friend. So many times people ask me how they can work with me directly or what other resources I have outside this podcast. And because of that, I created a special landing page that has all my relevant links, free resources, access to this podcast, or even coaching application or any upcoming programs that I'm offering all in one place for quick and easy access. To go there, go to ingahoffman.com. That is H-O-F-M-A-N-N. 1F2Ns.com forward slash links, L I N K S. Again, ingahoffman.com forward slash links. You can access all my resources there in one quick step. I highly encourage you to sign up for my email list on the bottom of that page as well so you can get weekly updates about upcoming programs, a summary of this podcast, and other things that I'm doing. So have a wonderful day. See you there and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Academic Revolution podcast today. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I would love for you to share it with your friends and colleagues and help create a movement that changes the future of academic medicine forever. Also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn and visit ingahoffman.com for more information on how to work with me. Links are in the show notes. Until then, be well and see you on the next episode of the Academic Revolution podcast.